never forget the uh, the first trip, uh, mission trip that I took kids on as a youth pastor. I, we won't talk about how many years ago that was. Um, but we, we took a group to do VBS uh, down at this, this little church in Carlsbad and uh, had a fun time, had a good week, um, made, made some memories, as my mother would say, had some interesting stuff. Uh, one of those memories, I uh, was this little boy. I don't remember his name anymore. Um, but he, he was actually too young to be there. He was, he was a little young. He was two, maybe three at the most, a little younger than we had planned for. But he had some older siblings coming, and especially this older sister that he was very attached to. She was like fifth or sixth grade. And so, of course, he wants to come because he wants to be with her, but then he has to go to his own class. And all week, he just kept trying to run away and go be with his sister and go be with his sister. They'd pass each other when they're going to crafts or something, and he's taking off, running out the door. Um, my poor preschool teachers had this huge class of preschool kids, right? And they had to chase this kid all over the place. And, and one day, Wednesday, Thursday, a little, little closer to the end of the week, right? This little guy gets away again, right? And he's coming down this hallway, and I see him. And he's headed right for me. And so right, right after him comes one of his teachers. I wave him off said, I got him. I got him. Scoop this little guy up. All right, we're going to go sit down for a minute. We're, we're, we're just going to give your teachers a break. You don't need to go after your sister. You need to be with your class, but we're just going to go sit for a little bit. And he's struggling. He's fighting with me as if it's going to do any good, as if this little three-year-old can get away from me, right? So he finally, he's, he's getting desperate because he can't get away. He can't overpower me. So he grabs my hand and pulls my thumb up to his mouth and clamps down on it, just bites the snot out of me, right? It's hard. He's, I'm pretty sure he growled a little bit, like, like he's like a dog on a bone with my thumb. But guess what? He was like three, and even his jaw wasn't strong enough to do anything. He couldn't break the skin on my thumb, so it didn't do anything. I mean, it didn't particularly feel good, but it wasn't going to do any damage, any real damage. So you know what I let him do? I let him go. I let him keep biting it. So he's sitting there, I'm, I'm not letting go. You're not going anywhere. You can bite that thumb as long as you want. Nothing's going to happen. I'm bigger than you. You can't hurt me. See, yes, there, there's a lesson in there about, you know, stop and tell this kid we don't bite people. That would be very true. That would be very accurate, appropriate. But I went with the other lesson. I went with the I'm bigger than you and you can't hurt me lesson. And, folks, sometimes God pulls out the I'm bigger than you and you can't hurt me lesson. You know, he... We talk about idols a lot, especially in the Old Testament, you know, that they're not bad. They're, they're, they're not bad. They're not good. They're not something we should be doing. They're not something we should be a part of, that we should only worship God and get rid of these worthless idols. They don't do any good. Stay away from them, right? There's a few points in Isaiah and, and some other places uh, where God really just throws down the gauntlet and says, fine, you want to bring your idols? You want to you try and compare these to me? Let's see what they've got. What, what do they have? Nothing. Now, Isaiah 41, it says, tell us idols. What's going to happen? Tell us what the former things were so we may consider them and know their final outcome. Or declare to us the things to come. Tell us what the future holds. Do something, whether good or bad, so that we will be dismayed and filled with fear. You are less than nothing, and your works are utterly worthless. I mean, just throws it down. All right, you got your idols. Let's hear your idols tell the future. Let's hear your idols tell us how the world was formed, all these things that God challenges them to do. We, we spend a lot of time... With, with other beliefs and things like that, saying, oh, we got to stay far away. And God's going, are you scared that they're stronger than me? Are you scared that if you hold us up side by side, I'm going to lose? Because there's no comparison here. Isaiah 44, 70 says, who is a God like me? Let him come and prove it. Let him come and prove it. You want to stack your God up against my God? Go for it. Mine's going to win. We need to remember that. Folks, nothing can stand up against our God. Nothing compares to him. 
Somebody can come up and they can bite the snot out of his thumb all they want. They're not going to do any damage. He is bigger and you can't hurt him. You can't change him. You can't make him go away. That's, that's who our God is. As Isaiah says time and time again, he's the Holy One of Israel. There's nobody like him, the one true God, that almighty, all-powerful God that we get to worship, that we get to follow. There's nobody else like him. Nobody even comes close. Remember that. Love you guys. See you soon.